Hey everybody, welcome to the Apprentice Podcast. It's Jeff Garst here, and with me is David Johnson. David, how are you this week? I'm doing fantastic. Glad uh, to hear it. What did you think of the Apprentice? It's been two two episodes since since I've been able to talk, and I gotta say, uh, two weeks ago I really liked it. Had another crazy move. Uh, someone kept. Amorosa, this one not as good, and I, I attribute it to being only one hour. I think, I think when you try to fit everything into an hour, it becomes a normal episode, and we don't watch Celebrity Apprentice to be normal. Fair enough, fair enough. I actually, I still enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a really fun challenge. I thought it, uh, it was, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of fundraising challenges because they always bring in some random celebrities. But I do agree that it was a, it was definitely less, definitely less fun. With an extra hour, we could have seen them make the art more and more of Gary Busey talking about this random head. Oh, and who geez. knows what his other two pieces were? You know, we didn't even see those. So I think I think there was so much more potential. Like I said, the task was good, as you mentioned. I think I just wanted to see more of the non-essential stuff. Right, right. No, I agree. Um, as we all know, you're a huge fan of, of Stephen Baldwin, and you got quite a bit of Baldwin this episode. What did you, what did you think of him this episode? You know, Stephen, he's just making himself look worse and worse every single episode. And <laughs> I was hoping that at some point he'd be able to look like the hero at least once, but that's not gonna happen, as I could foresee any time soon, so... If his team loses, I still expect him to go before Gary Busey. Yeah, uh, Stephen. First of all, I disagree with him. I don't think the art matters. I would. That was all BS, just so that it wouldn't look as bad when he right <laughs> didn't have that much money. I think that I think that Lisa was completely within fairness to allow her person to buy his art. We never saw anyone like complain about that at all when people were selling each other's art. Tasks. So what does it matter? What? I said, and they won the tasks. So what does it matter? Right, right. But I mean, if they had lost, like if I were the Do- if I were Donald Trump, I'd just say, you know, what does it matter? You're a team. It's not a, co- it's not a, you know, an aggregate of individuals. You guys are supposed to be a team. But yeah, Steven was just kind of crazy that with his art, uh, I, I just loved his art dealer talk this episode, where apparently I, being, not I'm not Alec, is, is just an amazing piece of artwork. Well, the best thing they did, as far as the editing goes, we never saw this art dealer at all. Even if the, an art dealer was there and he was just a normal guy, they intentionally did not show any scenes of him. Right. <laughs> to make him look even more ridiculous. No, I, I yeah, that was it was great. Stephen Baldwin had twenty five buyers for that piece of artwork. <laughs> yeah, and then she sold it, so you know he couldn't make his money. Man, and Gary, Gary would have gotten that uh, that money for that head, but Mary Lou came and stole it too. <laughs> right. I thought Dennis Rodman's reaction to Stephen's team was just hilarious as well. Like. Dennis Rodman is really impressing me this season. Yeah, he's good. What can you say? Dennis Rodman is just entertaining to watch. Yeah. Uh, last time he was just zoned out of it, so he wasn't. It was just like, it was almost sad to watch it, to see what he was. So, as much as I sort of cringed to see the reason why he kept 
Dennis Rodman was because he liked his story, which is a stupid reason. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think that's why he kept Dennis Rodman, but that, publicly that's what he was saying. Right. But uh, but to me, I am I glad he's on and he's continuing to go on, and I think he does bring uh, entertainment value to the show. Right. So, what do you think? I'm sorry, do you agree with Donald Trump's decision, or do you think that Dennis should have been fired? At this point, I, I thought it was either one of them could go. I see the other one going relatively soon. I think I think what happened was Amarosa was getting sort of old. She didn't really have any new tricks. Um, all the people who she was really fighting with got fired, so she was more gelling with her team. Like, who was she fighting with this episode? Right. No one. She had to... Piers. Well, Piers, yeah. But he's maybe he's not even coming back as, as an advisor because they still haven't had two of the other winners on yet. Right. So they seem to be doing two apiece. So, but I, I just think there wasn't... She didn't have anything else to really go on. I mean, she had to blame Little John and their friends. I mean, Dennis and her don't fight... They just uh, quip about each other in confessionals. They, she didn't fight with Trace. She doesn't fight with Brandy. So there, there's really nothing left for her. So, yeah. Like, at least Dennis has... At least he speaks... He just shouts out what he's thinking, which is pretty funny. And uh, he, he brings a little bit of entertainment value. And he does have an underdog story. Right. Whereas Amorosa didn't have anything going for him now. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I, although I will say... I was really impressed with Dennis's ability to fight for himself. Oh yeah, he was yelling. He yeah, was, he, he was yep, right there with her. Yeah, he was really good, and uh, I mean, he kind of took some some big shots at her, a couple low blows, and uh, he just kept rolling along. Man, they just he. I was really impressed with him this episode. Yeah. Now, half the time I don't actually understand what he's saying, but he is oh, no. yelling and. Uh, he seems to fumble with his words a little bit. <laughs> right. But man, he just keeps going. Yeah, he keeps going. He doesn't stop. So, cross him. And here's the thing. You know, Amorosa got fired. I'm, I'm very happy with it. Time to move on to the next portion of the game. And you have to think that she came into this probably both all-star, or yeah, both celebrity editions. She came into the game knowing that she wasn't going to win. Right. I I mean, she she has to know that she's not going to win. So I think her goal is just to make it as long as possible. And and I don't. That's why I don't think she was really upset when she got fired. She's like, all right, I I made it this far. I beat I beat these four other schmucks. So. <laughs> right. Do you think that what she did was cheating when she gave her friend money? Yeah, I thought they would address that more. Maybe they. Maybe they would have in the if they had two hours. I don't. I don't know. It and it was never really clear. It totally looked like she just handed two thousand dollars of her out of her pocket to to her friend, which I think is clearly cheating. I don't know if they have rules in the contracts that that say you can't donate your own money to to a fundraiser. But I would say that's cheating. Right. Right. It, it obviously depends on what their contracts say, but. It was odd to me that they would show that and not 
have any repercussions of it. Right. See, that's why I thought she would be fired once they showed that. It's like the reason she's going to get fired is because she sort of was cheating and her raising the money, but it never came up. Right. And I think, um, I, it, yeah, it was odd to me. But I, I don't know. Maybe there was no one to bring it up. No, Maybe no one saw it but the cameraman, and I don't know if there's, like, a rule that, you know, maybe they're not allowed to bring that type of stuff up or what what happened. But I would think that if they were going to make it an issue that some the producer would have told someone about it and, like, told Dennis Rodman or Lil John about it and said, bring this up in the boardroom. Because, you know, they're always trying to create drama. So, but yeah. let's see. So what did you think of Team Plan B's artwork versus Team powers well like you said i don't think we got to see the full extent of the artwork unfortunately we saw like glimpses of almost all of them but the the main one we saw on plan b was gary's head Mm -hmm. and then i'm not alex uh those are the two we we mainly saw Uh, none of the other ones are even standing out to me uh there was one that pen did which was like a, a magician's outfit with a bra or something well, he also had the – there was some sort of colorful box that Teller bought. Yes. So we saw brief glimpses of them, but not – Right. If we could have seen them making them more, I would have enjoyed it, I think, a lot better. Well, and you remember how much drama making the artwork brought about when uh, Gary Busey was originally on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was hoping for. So, right. Good task. We got to see everyone's favorite Trump, Eric, again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he has the highest approval rating of all the Trumps. You know, I would hope not. <laughs> if, I were to, that, if I were to, if I were to guess, I'd say Ivanka. Yeah. Yeah. She's the My best. My is Donald Jr. But it should be Ivanka. It should be. Yes. And and what's this? Okay, let me get on that. Now we're getting Melania into it. I mean, really, right. Trump's wife. Do we need this? She let's just say he didn't marry her because she was a good businesswoman. Exactly. Exactly. He married her because they are madly in love. <laughs> yes, and because he has lots of money and she's very beautiful. Right. It was mutually beneficial for both of them. But what someone apparently says something next week that this is her. That was the words of the promo. They diss her. Right. So I'm interested to see who's going to have enough gall to... Alright, let's let's uh, let's uh do this. Let's go one by one. Odd said this person is is going to diss Melania. Okay. All right. Let's start with uh, Team Power over there. Trace Atkins. 1%. Yeah, very low. Right. He's not gonna, I mean, he's grumpy, but he's not going to insult a woman. Right. He wants to kiss them, as we saw with Susan Lucci. Right. <laughs> um, Lil John. I'll give Lil John five percent. Still not likely, but maybe he tries to make a joke and it doesn't go well. But I'm not very likely at all. Yeah, he doesn't put his foot in his mouth too often. No. So, no, I, I'm I'm agreeing with you so far, Brandy. And again, five percent. She doesn't talk enough to really worry me. Dennis Rodman. That's the most likely person on that team. <laughs> uh, I'll say he's probably 10, 15 percent. All right. So you, someone on the other team is probably much more likely. Right. Yeah. I would agree. And you can probably already guess who those two people are going to be, but yeah. let's go through Mary each person. Henner. 
Mary Lou Hatter, I have one, you know, one percent. There's no chance. Lisa Rinna. She's like Lil John, five percent. No chance, but maybe she just makes a comment. Maybe she make you know, because Donald Trump's so obsessed with her lips, maybe she makes a comment about... Uh, <laughs> Melania's lips. <laughs> right. Or some part of Melania. Yeah, but not not very likely. Ten Gillette. 1%. There's not... I don't even see that. Like, he's too smart. Very busy. Yeah, now we're talking. Uh, I'd say it's a 50... I'd say there's a 50% chance that it's Gary and about a 49.5% chance that it's Steven. Uh, I'll tell you this. I I say it's uh, more like a 55 to 60% with Stephen Baldwin. Hmm. I'll, I'll go with 50 Gary Busey. I think Stephen... I think Stephen's more likely to put his foot in his mouth than... I mean, I wish they would have, if they told us what the comment was, then maybe, I don't know, Gary, yeah, I, I can easily see it being Steven, obviously, but. I say Gary says everything in such a, a joking manner that I can't see Donald Trump, like, getting that upset about it, like, oh, it's Gary, he's crazy, but Stephen Baldwin, he, he'd be fired in a second if he said something about Melania, you know? Right, right. So, yeah, I, I. I'd say it's obviously between them two, but it could be Den could maybe be Dennis Rodman as well. So if I had to predict, I'm predicting Stephen Baldwin is going to be the next one fired. Yeah, that's probably a pretty good. It's going to it's going to be him or Gary. The question yeah. is, will Donald Trump outright fire whoever makes the comment, assuming that the comment is as bad as the promos made it seem? Which it probably isn't. Oh no! Someone probably said they didn't like her shoes. because of it, because Melania's judging or something. Right. But, uh, what was I going to say? Do, do you think Donald Trump would be smart enough, or stupid enough, or whatever enough, to outright fire whoever makes the comment just for that reason alone? No, I don't think he'll do it just because they need two hours. I, think, I hope they're going back to two hours. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. It's just an Easter thing. Right. I, I did, oh, I wanted to point this, I, I found it very, very ironic that it was Easter the day that Amorosa got fired. It's like Jesus rose and Amorosa died. <laughs> he came back and, and beat the devil. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, so do you think absent Piers Morgan, Amorosa would have been fired? Yes. Just based off my theory that she didn't really have anything else to do. That's I fair. think Pierce was actually keeping her more than than helping. Like she didn't really have anything to any drama to stir this episode besides right. Pierce. So I think that was actually the only thing keeping her. Well, I think the only like this time I thought Pierce was a lot more justified than he was last time because this uh -huh. time Amarosa clearly screwed up and deserved to at least be brought back and probably be fired because Dennis did such a good job with the artwork. Um, that I, I thought. Say, I, I did not think for either of these that it was totally fair for Pierce to be judging based on his grudges from the first season. Eh. I mean, I mean, ultimately he doesn't have a say, which is good. It's, it's Donald Trump, but I am saying entertainment-wise, it's really good. But uh, I, I mean, you're you're making the dangerous assumption that this game is based on fairness. It's it's true. We say that that Celebrity Princess is the least credible, probably reality show around, so... 
Right. I guess it's par for the course. Right. Um, let's see, what else is there to talk about? Oh, here's my question. Who do you think is the the least deserving person to, to still be in the game? Who's the most incompetent person that's still around? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I, would, I was sure they were going to get fired early on. In terms of their overall inability? Sure. I'd say it's either it's between Lisa Rinna and Gary Busey. Hmm. Interesting. What did you think? Uh, part of me thinks Brandy Roderick. I mean, she she was so stupid that first episode. I yeah, mean, that's true. And now she's just you know apparently you know she's good at raising some money, but and she's good at you know menial tasks. But I don't I don't know as far as being a leader. She's completely floundered. She's Dennis, been much more strategic than some of the people on her team, though. Absolutely. So. Uh, Dennis Rodman and Gary Busey, I sort of put in the same category as limited skill set. Right. I actually think Gary Busey has been much, much more uh, helpful and skilled than he was his first season. Right, I agree with you, but That's it's he's such a liability that you can't it, – it, yeah. it takes away from what you're able to do as a project manager when yeah. your numbers say six, but really you have five and a guy who can paint. So, so, uh, so yeah, those would be my three. I think Lisa Renna is sort of in this medium category with Mary Lou Henner and uh, – Oh, see, I dis- I think Lisa's a lot more incompetent than, than uh, she's coming off as. I think she's on a really good team. I think that her team is carrying her. If you listen to the episode, her entire team was like, yeah, she was just really hands-off and basically let us do whatever. Like, it seems as if her project manager style was really super laid back, and she just kind of let her team do what her team did because she knew that that would win. At least that's how I saw it. What do you think of all these uh, returning people, these guests that we've seen on previous Apprentice. I know last week we had uh, Farouk come back, the, the uh, hairdressing, or the hair care product guy. He loves America. He loves America. He's always interesting. This episode we had the Blue Man Group come back, who brought Jello with them. You know, the Blue Man Group was not nearly as fun as they were last time. Yes, but they were... Certainly much more helpful in actually giving them money. <laughs> right, right. Well, it was actually interesting because last season when they were on, uh, you know, Penn Gillette was kind of yelled at for losing money or whatever it was. Um, did you you actually read the essay that Penn Gillette wrote about that? No. Where, where he, was it? Uh, I forget where it was. It was called, like, Art and the Expression of Beauty or something like that. And he wrote just this really amazing essay about how Donald Trump's focus on money was just kind of saddening. You know, obviously this is The Apprentice and that was the task. But how the Blue Man Group uh, decided to come in and just do something that Pendulette thought was really beautiful and fun and, and amazing. And uh, just because they didn't get every dollar doesn't take away from the fact that it, this was just an amazing event that, you know, the Blue Man Group was just doing something great for the community t- to come watch and uh, how, how wonderful it was. It was a really, actually, really good essay, um, especially if you're a fan of art and theater and things like that, because Penn talks a lot about kind of the nature of how those things are in our society. It was really cool. 
I'll see if I can find it and send it to you, and we can post it on the uh, Facebook page as well. Yeah, and I I bet you I bet you he talked to the Blue Man Group this time and said to do something, but a, a little bit less way we can control the money more. But right. <laughs> well, and Penn's team didn't lose this time, and they got all the money, and it didn't look like it took that much time for them to pull those those dollar bills out of the Jello. So, I mean, I don't think his team... And his team is probably more perceptive to that. He probably told his team beforehand, I'm going to call the Blue Man Group, they're going to do something kind of weird, but uh, hopefully it'll be a bit more controlled. But Because uh, his team really got on him last time for that, which upset me and obviously upset him too. So, But yeah, I, I, I liked the blowing up of the balloon a lot better. <laughs> Entertainment-wise. Right. Like, oh, well, seeing people stick their hands in jello find dollar bill triangles. Well, it's a different type of entertainment. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, we seem to be having a, a lot of, uh, of repeats here. Which is, which is interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I like the people that they're bringing back. I wish they would have brought Teller himself. Uh, but, but from what I understand... In the Caribbean. What? Didn't they say he was in the Caribbean or something? Yeah, yeah. From, from what I understand, Penn and Teller aren't actually that good of friends. Oh, really? uh, no, they they work together. They they get along fine. They don't you know dislike each other. They just don't have much in common, and they don't really hang out outside of outside of magic. And you know the way they describe it, uh, there was they had an interview, and the way they describe it is they spend you know twelve hours a day together while they're working. So they're both nice people, but that would make anyone yeah. mad. But yeah, so there's that. Um, let's see, who else did we see this episode? We saw Lisa Rinna's hairstylist, who's apparently really famous. <laughs> who else? Not too many other big names. No, not really. Um, I mean, Stephen Baldwin had 25 buyers. <laughs> but I, I don't know why he isn't bringing in his brother. It baffles me. You gotta think he's saving it, or, or he's not really that supportive of being on the apprentice. <laughs> it's but he's stupid to save it at this point because he knows that he needs something big to come back and that he probably won't last much longer. Or maybe maybe it's a pride thing. Maybe it's like I don't want my older, more successful brother to be, you know, keeping me. That's probably that actually might be it. <laughs> maybe maybe it's a whole sibling thing and pride. Who knows? Right. Hmm. That actually that that sounds somewhat plausible. Or maybe really he does just want the money to go to his mom's charity. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, can we talk? Can we talk about one of my favorite scenes maybe ever in The Apprentice? Uh, uh -huh. I was dying laughing. It was from two weeks ago when they called to get the Donald Trump impersonator, and <laughs> Donald Trump was dead. <laughs> that was the. That was the funniest, oh, it was so funny. Because when they showed it in the, like, you know, coming up, right, like after the commercial, Donald Trump is dead. And I'm laughing because obviously this was filmed six months ago and we all know Donald Trump is not dead. But I was like, what is going on? I, I, what I was thinking was going to happen was that they misheard someone on the phone. Yeah. And that they th legitimately thought Donald Trump was dead and they just stopped doing the task. But uh, no, it was the impersonator, and yeah, that was that was funny. And the Joan Rivers impersonator was terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. She was yeah. wretched. Oh, 
No, but I really enjoyed that task and kind of it showed a lot of uh, a lot of creativity from both teams. And one thing I was really surprised from in that task was the fact that Dennis Rodman didn't get more flack for going over to the other team's uh, mat. Because that kind of drew people in, I thought. But maybe that's just me. Can I just say, if you didn't think, if you thought uh, Trace Atkins was miserable enough on his own team, how miserable was he when Trump made him switch over to, to Team Power? Oh, and then he tries to be, when Trump's like, which team do you like better? Trace tries to be nice and be like, well, you know, I know those guys, so... And Donald Trump's like, I know you know them, but which one do you like better? And, like, is forcing Trace to give an answer. I felt so bad for him. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, apparently, I listen to a uh, country music station, and every morning on the way to work at 6 a.m., they have a guy come on talking about news and country music. And uh, they were talking about Trace Adkins being on The Celebrity Apprentice today, and apparently Trace Adkins, someone pitched him a sitcom. And the general consensus of the three hosts, or the two hosts and the guy, the news guy, was that Trace Adkins would not do it. He doesn't seem like a sitcom guy. But uh, they both, they all agree that it would be really funny to watch him try. Oh, he's a curmudgeon, and curmudgeons are endearing. They really are. They don't want to be. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, there's little bad I could say about Trace Adkins. I mean, he could tell me that... He hates my face, and I just be like, "Oh, it's okay, Trace. I forgive you. I probably did something to upset you." <laughs> um, we we talk about this pretty much every podcast. Who who do you, who do you think is in the the best position to win? Who who are you putting money on? Oh. Okay. Possible p- candidates include Trace. Yeah. Who I think. I remember, if you remember earlier in the season, you and I said he's just going to get angry and, like, stop trying. And I think that might happen soon. Yeah. Especially with his new team. Anyway, Trace is up there. Lil John is up there. Mary Lou Henner is up there. And uh, I think Penn Jillette is up there. And those are the four. They're, yeah. they're all solid. None of them are dominating airtime because they're crazy, but they're all getting enough that if right now they were to be declared the winner, I would at least understand. So those are my four. If I had to pick one, it would still probably be uh, Lil John. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, at first, my first thought is like I could see. I'm as the season goes on, I'm starting to see Trace has a better chance of it. He's a bit more involved than I thought he would be. Even um, he's still not. He still never seems that enthusiastic. Like I don't remember him being this curmudgeonly the first time he was on. Right. But then my thought is maybe Trump will want to try to put a woman in the final two because it's been, you know, it's been how long since he's had season two is the only time we've had a female uh, a Celebrity Apprentice winner. And, uh, you know, the last season it was two males in the finals. And maybe he'll try to go a little more equality, which means I could see Mary Lou Henner being there in the finals. Uh, but I think it comes down to, with those four you mentioned, who's going to make a dumb mistake right. and, and get off? But I'm still, I, my pick has been Little John from the beginning, I think I'm going to stick with him. Right. I think that's a good pick, and I think uh, he's he's definitely solid. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, 
like it was a pretty straightforward episode. There was, you know, task. <laughs> Someone got fired. And firing. So, and I mean, Amorosa put up as much as she could, but she sort of knew her goose was cooked. Right. So. Do you think she will ever see Amorosa back on The Apprentice? Not unless this somehow goes like five more years. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to The Apprentice podcast today. As you know, you can check out all of The Apprentice podcasts at apprenticepodcast.blogspot.com. You should also check out David and Jeff's Survivor podcast, where we talk with survivors and fans every week about um, Survivor Caramona Islands. So you can check that out at survivorpodcast.blogspot.com or the Facebook page, David and Jeff's Survivor Podcast. And check us out on iTunes, The Apprentice Podcast. Yes. Thank you for listening, and you have a wonderful evening. Bye. Goodbye. Thank <laughs> you.